wasn't ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm super Guys, ready. I'm, for I'm so super ready. Well, you know what? It'd be one thing if my shitty headphones were working, but they're not. They're not working they're not for work. you. They're, they're up all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, oh. A better, a better thing? Is that better? I, I hate that. Leave my mic alone. Leave this. Okay. I'm done. Hey. Ah. Go raw. Kevin gave up. Kevin gave up tonight. Tonight at, at eight thirty. <laughs> Mark it, it down. Feels like a show. It feels like a show. Mark it down. Kevin it, gave it up. September nineteenth, twenty seventeen, <laughs> seven eighteen in the evening, and Kevin has officially given, given up. Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Cafe. My name is Kevin. Uh, mine's Jack. Mine's Matt. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hey. Um, yes, uh, uh, so we're here to talk about wrestling and stuff, and I'm, I'm going to switch things up instead of trying to look in the past for, for crazy stories a little bit. Uh, I am, this is the first installment where we're going to be uh, trekking through all of the WrestleManias. Oh, nice. Uh, so we're starting with WrestleMania 1, of course, today. Right. We're doing it in order because oh, I got OCD. Like I know that. by the time we release this, it's going to be like real old news, but RIP. Yeah. Yes, Bobby yeah. the Brain Heenan, and we're going to talk about him today because uh, the first five or six WrestleManias, he's a big prominent part of it, especially WrestleMania 3. Um and he's got a big part in this one too. Uh, so is this going to be a thirty-part series? Yes. Okay. Cool. Thirty-part series. All the rest. Well, thirty-four. We, we we covered the last one, right? Which would have been thirty-three. Okay. So this is 32? a welcome to our thirty-two-part <laughs> series. <laughs> 32 wrestle maniacs and and i will say some of nice. these matches we kind of already talked about right. in wrestlemania 3 we already kind of talked about some of them uh so we'll just i do want to keep them all together so we will be re- revisiting some of it mm-hmm. instead of just being like hey go back and listen to this one but i might bring some more insight into some i might bring some other things and i know i've talked a little bit about the main event uh, for WrestleMania one, but we're gonna revisit cool. that again. Let's uh, talk about Bob- it. Well, let's talk about Bobby the Brain Heenan okay, real cool. quick because uh, he was one of my favorites, and we did we did do an episode where we already talked about him, but he was a hilarious, just uh, kind of Don Rickles esque character where he just was so sharp with stuff. They uh, Vince McMahon loved him so much he tried to give him his own talk show. Oh, really? On without telling USA that they were gonna forgo the last hour of wrestling and play <laughs> a talk show. Like That's he just did it. Such a great move. He I just love it. Did it because he's like this guy deserves his own. What show. was the talk show called? I forget what it was called, but I, he will. I, they didn't really have guests. They would just. It, I would have called it getting brained. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. And I will say, if you if you watch it, a lot of the humor doesn't show up. It's kind of sexist. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. That's because it's... It's the 80s. It's the 80s. It's the 80s. And, like, there was a... 
There was some lady in there with this feather boa. He goes, oh, is that supposed to be Boris, uh, a boa? And she goes, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a little worn out. He goes, well, you are too. <laughs> like, what a catty guy. He, he, was, he was just very, like, like some guy was like, it, it would be like, who are you? And he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, how long have you been married for? He goes, 10 years. He goes, you know, if you killed her on your wedding day, you would have been out by now. <laughs> It is sexist, but also like kind of funny. there is like a hint of like that like Anthony Jeselnikish well, yeah, stuff to it. Don Rickles at the time, right? It was he was never really intending to say anything mean, and it's very like shock for the sake of shock, right? And he was a bad guy heel. That right. was his thing. He was never a good guy. Um, no, I don't think I ever saw him no. like do anything that good. was socially redeemable. Um, yeah. yeah, not in the wrestling world. No, not like, in the wrestling uh, world. He was always a heel, a heel announcer, <laughs> heel manager. The only time that he kind of was a good guy was at his Hall of Fame speech, where he fucking killed it, fucking killed it, and like was so good at at uh, just controlling the room. He uh, was diagnosed with. Uh, cancer in uh um throat cancer in 1999 he's been battling it since i think there's been some remissions and stuff but he's never really gone back besides the hall of fame never really and that was 2004 uh never really have gone back to wrestling or working or anything like that i will say i think his last match that he called uh might have been the gimmick royal rumble which we've talked about on this show. Oh, uh, but yes, uh, uh, he was he was a big part of that too. So <laughs> he he would uh, in the 2004 was the Hall of Fame speech. He had been going on under chemo and stuff for two years. He was half the size that he normally was, and uh, he was just kind of nervous and got out there and just started like just owned the room Mm -hmm. owned the room and the one thing he his uh his nickname was always the weasel because he was this manager just slick weaselly he would try to you know weasel and uh no weasel you know weasel (laughs) and they they had some wrestlers would like fight him in the ring and at the end they would put a weasel suit on him like he would be unconscious and they put this suit (laughs) That looked like a weasel. weasel. It was white. It looked like a weasel. It had paws and everything. And so it was like this onesie. It had a tail. Yeah. And he would just, he would just like, everyone would leave the ring and he would just be there and he would just like wake up and then like kind of like put his hand on his face, like touch his head and then like look down. Oh my God. Like what's going on? And just struggle like physical comedy like the three stooges just struggled to get out of this weasel suit (laughs) falling over getting wrapped up in the ropes and it was great he had the point this was 2004 this was when wwf uh turned to wwe because of the lawsuit we've talked about many times and he said it and he goes oh whoops wwe oh F. Oh, whoops. And everyone just like, oh, you can't say anything. He goes, here's what I don't get. We have Jake the Snake. We have, he goes, we have Jake the Snake. We have this guy named every animal, the Viper Randy Orton. We have this, we have this. And, and he goes, and we got a weasel and a gorilla at the announce table. And then everyone like stood up and applauded. He goes, 
He goes, that's a wildlife for you. And <laughs> he was right. He goes, we yeah. have wildlife here too. <laughs> and because uh, if you look back, there's a lot of different animal animals. Things. Oh, Tatanka. Uh, <laughs> Tatanka. And then did he say, did, he, did they then go into his talk show? <sighs> Which I've also come up with another name What's for. What's another what name? What's another name for his talk show? The To Fight, to fight Show. To fight, to Instead fight of show? tonight, it's no. to, I kind of like getting brained yeah. better, but I'm sure I'm sure you Vincent got anything Man with Heenan? Can you get anything with Heenan? I was thinking somehow like Heenan and Hernia, but I'm not sure how to make it work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. I, I'm getting stuck. That's that's where I'm at. But yes, Heenan and the Masters of the Universe. Heenan oh. and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I will say at this same induction ceremony, I've said this one before, but uh, Pete Rose got inducted into that Hall yep, of Fame, yep. and he, when he was giving his speech, Pete Rose was just laughing so loud at stuff that he was saying that like Heenan just looked over. He goes, I need to be honest with everyone. I gambled on professional wrestling, <laughs> and like Rose just lost it, just couldn't stay like was giving him a high five tried to give him a hug and just was like and he's like i was doing it on the side of the ring (laughs) (laughs) and he like it was just one of those no one else brought up his gambling that night but like bobby heenan did it and pete rose just was like over the moon about it so how how what was the what was his age whenever he he finally kicked was he uh, 71 70 yeah it was in in the 70s i want to say 76 uh so yeah, he battled for a while. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was just I I heard he was in misery, and I'm just kind of glad. Well, I'm that. just I'm just glad it's um you know he, he didn't just die of an overdose like everyone else in the wrestling profession. He, he, he was 72. On, he, he seemed on the up and up though. Yeah, he seemed on the up and up. We can Jack, you can be my uh, fact checker here. Most of these people I'm going to talk about today as we go through WrestleMania 1 ain't with us no more. Mm, uh, yeah, probably. You, If you see a name, look it up and tell us. Let's just get the scorecard out. I already know. Can uh, we play dead person bingo? We should. So, <laughs> oh, we could. We could. Oh, we could. Um, so, WrestleMania 1, a little bit of background first. Uh, so... Basically, they had Saturday Night's main event going on in the WWE. That was like their Raw back in the day, WWF. And uh, and Vince McMahon wanted to compete with uh, Jim Crockett Promotions, which eventually became WCW. Oh, okay. It, it eventually, in, you know, years later. But uh, they had this big event called Starcade, and that that this, it was this big event and they were saying oh this is this and it's starcade and so he Vince McMahon was like I need one and I want it to go across all territories and it's going to be huge and he started with and it, this wasn't what he was going to do at first but he started with having some matches on MTV and oh wow yeah and uh there was uh the brawl for it all, the brawl to end it all and uh, the war to settle the score. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. God. The fight to take the night. Yeah, yes. There you go. Uh, I was like, this is in this is in Jack's wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the, the oh, bash no. oh, here to we take the cash. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I just so did a the, jig. You didn't see it, I, it, was, I, it was I felt it. Yeah. Um, the tussle. Oh, God. <laughs> with... The muscle. The tussle with the muscle. Ah, with the muscle. Yeah, with with the muscle. It's Uh, also a porno. Oh yeah. Yeah, but Um, (laughs) so the 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 interesting things about these they had matches and I'm sure Hogan showed up for some of them but the main events were really um, women's events here and I'm saying that's strange because. Literally, as we go on this journey of WrestleManias, we're not going to... There is a women's match in this one. I don't think we're going to see another one until well into the teens. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a while. Yeah, that takes a minute. Or at least until double digits. Yeah. But that's just kind of how it was back then. I'm not sticking up for it, of course. Right. That's just the fact of the matter. And the fact that they have some pay-per-views where women headline it now. Right is amazing, so it is. It was kind of this thing, and mostly it was women because uh, Captain Lou Albano, Captain Lou Albano, befriended Cindy Lauper, and uh, this was in the eighties. Cindy Lauper was huge. Yeah, yeah. Why are you laughing? No, no. I, I'm reading. I'm reading the. I'm reading the card for. Don't, no, I'm just don't, reading it. You I'm just open your it? presents early on Christmas. What do you do? I what? wasn't able to celebrate Christmas for the first 30 years of my life. I'll do what I want. Oh, really? I didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a Jehovah's? Yes. Were you? Yes. I knew this. I didn't know this. Yeah. Okay. So, he mentioned it on another podcast on this network that hasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's different. That's different. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, got real into Cindy Lauper. Real into you, Cindy Lauper. You didn't open your Rapture presents early. What do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, oh man, <laughs> I just want to open it. We don't know when it's gonna happen. The the first couple dates went past. Um, <laughs> I had friends that were Jehovah's Witnesses. I know all about it. Um, My favorite religion is Seventh Day Adventists. They yeah, didn't they buy billboards? Well, Save their the whole thing is like the religion is founded around the fact that like it was gonna happen this specific year. Yeah, and then yeah, that they formed. And then there was one time I was filming a wedding at a Seventh Day Adventist church, and there was like a newspaper article of like Seventh Day Adventists turned like not even like fifty or something. Like yeah. the religion yeah. turns like forty years old, and in the article is like yeah. It wasn't supposed to last this long. <laughs> we were supposed to be raptured by well, now. I feel like that you could say the same thing about Hulk Hogan. Well, I got. I was. I was gonna bring it. Hold on. I was gonna bring it back. I was gonna bring it back. I had a story. Okay. Because what's, there what's, was. I thought it was Seventh Day. It might have been someone else. There was some religion where the guy, this guy, like bought all these billboards and made all this like the world's ending on this day right. yeah yeah and do you remember this was mm-hmm. about four or five yeah, years yeah. ago yeah it was the mayan apocalypse no no yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a religious one no, this, it wasn't no, the it was it was, it was, it was 2012. i think it was in 2011 
Okay. Well, the Mayan apocalypse was, was supposed to happen in 12. Yeah. Yeah. This was 2011. And this was was like, this the guy who was going to go jump off a rock to save the world? Or no. was this a different one? Okay. <laughs> Might have been. There's been a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. There's, there's going to be one on the 23rd, too. Anyway, of all this these one? people. Yeah. We This episode oh, no. isn't even released no. until then. Let's go. Um, <laughs> this guy, like I saw billboards saying this is the last day and everything. And so I, I thought it was funny. Only thing that happened that day, Randy Savage died. Oh, so he got raptured. He got we're raptured. all here. Every, Boom. We're... And he kind of did die in a rapturey way. Yeah. So his was heart it, gave out while, while he was, was on driving. driving. Yeah, yeah. While yeah. he was driving. Oh, no. So rapturey way. Just saying. <laughs> Macho Man got raptured. That's a. <laughs> That's. That's canon now. That's, That's canon. just canon in the world. That's, yeah, there's in the wrestling religion mm-hmm. that we're creating. Yes. Uh, okay. So he he befriended Captain Lou Albano, befriended Cindy Lauper, uh, and so Why? they they uh, they were on an airplane and they <laughs> Why really would started, people become yeah, friends? They they became friends and Cindy Lauper got into it and so the fact that they could bring Cindy Lauper, they called right. it the whole. Rock and wrestling. They had the cartoon. Right. They had all this. There was rock and wrestling. I rock love and that wrestling. you're mad that they made a friend. <laughs> all right, I'm not. We gotta. I gotta breeze through this real quick. So, uh, so Vince McMahon's idea after after these two successful things on MTV was to create this big thing on closed circuit television, which I'll explain what that is in a second. And uh, it was going to have all these celebrities. It was going to be star-studded. It was going to be rock and wrestling combined. Uh, Closed-circuit television uh, predates pay-per-view because they didn't have pay-per-view back then. But this was basically you could go to movie theaters and watch it. It Fathom events. Yeah, it's kind of like Fathom events. uh, But they would also, like back then, buy out like arenas. And like and, show and them movie. like for WrestleMania three. <laughs> watch a movie. <laughs> I yeah, I heard someone say for WrestleMania three went to a seventeen thousand seat arena and watched watched wrestling and that like wasn't at the event but watched it in an arena. Oh man. Like it was yeah, it was a thing. So there was big theaters were doing it. That's what closed circuit was. And Given that, it was watched by over a million people. And that's pretty impressive given the circumstances. Right, because they're buying the seat and yeah. they're watching, you know. And it's also, it wasn't available in every market. I don't even know if it was available in St. Louis. Who knows? Right. Um, So they were doing these, like, probably events. major cities. I mean, okay, maybe it was in, like, Chicago, maybe St. Louis, but like, like the you, big ones, you get the big ten y- or so. But you got to go to the big cities. That's what I mean. So the big cities down south wouldn't have too many. Or well, it's Atlanta, Atlanta. I'm I'm sure just out of spite like, to Crockett, he probably put a bunch down it <laughs> down there. <laughs> um, like at least one of the big it, three yeah. in Texas. But I'm yeah. saying it big three in Texas, but. For some places in Texas, you'd probably have to drive six hours to go. Do you think see you'd it? have to drive all night? That's a Cindy Lauper song. Uh, I'm about to do this shit, just so you know. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, 
<laughs> so we're at WrestleMania. It's in Madison Square Garden. Okay. Yeah. Madison Square Garden. He decides, I want to put on this big show. Gets all these celebrities to sign on after a couple Is this? Are we talking WrestleMania 1 now? I'm trying to, but you just stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep doing that time after time. The- I oh fucking God. hate you so oh much. <laughs> this is gonna get bad. <laughs> All right, WrestleMania one. I'm just going. I'm go no, for it. Uh, just go. At last. Just go. That is not a. Oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> she covered it. <laughs> I'm unplugging that computer if it happens again. Uh, you, we would lose yeah, the recording. It, it would be worth it. Um. WrestleMania one, Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura are the uh, the announcers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it also starts with Mean Gene Okerlund singing the national anthem. Oh, that's magic. Which this is something I'm gonna cover in all of them because they have someone different singing. And in the first ten years, it's like person we pulled from the back, superstar person we pulled from the back like they just kind of go off and on i like how they have cindy lopper there but they're like you know who we should do the singing mean Mean gene Gene. (laughs) (laughs) uh and he's he has cue cards for the national he does look at him at one time i'm like come on you don't know the national anthem all right uh first match is tito santana versus the masked executioner yep yeah um they cut to a pre-recorded interviews backstage uh, that mean gene is conducting uh tito gives his promo and then randomly shouts arriba at the end of it just i thought i it was just weird enough that like he's just like yeah i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna fight arriba and I'm like uh, what <laughs> all right and then uh the masked executioner okay I don't know of this guy besides WrestleMania one. Um, He's just they just brought they just made a character. So just for it was that this show. guy named Buddy Buddy Rose, I believe his name was. I have it on here. Oh yeah, real name Buddy Rose. Um, then That's he wrestled. Not, that can't be his real he, name. Well, no, his <laughs> wrestling name was Buddy Rose. He he w- was. At, in the WWF for a while, wrestling under that name, and they just put a mask on him. Called him the Mask <laughs> Executioner. This is a low-rent Deadpool mask. It looks kind of similar, but just very low-rent. Yeah. And uh, he tries to give a promo. <laughs> and I even have a quote. Uh well, we don't know that much about you, Executioner. You will know something about me after I uh, uh, get done with Tito. <laughs> uh, I'm going out, and then he just goes into it like I'm going after the leg, and this is—I'll prove that I'm a big leaguer, and like, like I'm gonna attack your leg. He just kept saying he was gonna attack the leg, and it's like, okay, what's going on? He is also, and this is this is a podcast we might do at some time. He is one of what I found out many wrestlers that are billed from parts unknown. Oh, and I just thought when wrestlers are billed from parts unknown, I just thought that was mostly an Ultimate Warrior thing because that kind of fits his gimmick. Right, I I could understand that, Uh, but I looked I looked it up. There's a lot, and I think they're just 
I think they're just uh, uh, not creative enough. Yeah, they're with just it. sort of lazy with their because backstory. Apparently, they started. Kane is from parts unknown. Yeah. Like, there's an obvious place where he's from, and you started it in. He's from hell, and then they <laughs> right. they finally now they do from from hell or something or from right hell circle or whatever. Well, wasn't the so I mean it's Undertaker's of, from yeah, Death par- Valley. Oh, is he from Death Valley? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure how that worked because they were supposed to be brothers. I was like, eh, well, how's that work? Why can't they both be from Death Valley? I, they could, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. So he's from Parts Unknown. <laughs> they put them at so not a whole lot just because the promo was. I was laughing more about the promo. Tito Santana won wins about this we got a lot what? to get through what tito won against tito the, the won. guy who has no backstory no backstory just gonna go for the leg <laughs> he just was going for the leg that was all he was doing and guess just... what happened he beat him with a figure forward leg lock oh that's amazing. so so much i love that i love that version of storytelling yeah. where it's like it's all about the legs it's all about the legs i'm gonna win the legs it's like nope you're gonna nope. lose with the legs yeah lose with the legs uh then the next one is King Kong Bundy. Oh, King I Kong I don't know if Bundy. we've talked much about him. I think we did a little bit. If we can, on the next episode, because WrestleMania 2, he's got a much bigger role. King uh, Kong Bundy was, like, fun. He, he was, was, he was, he was fun. He was just fun this wrestling. big turd of a looking guy. <laughs> like, he just, he was just a blob that he was, was just, there. He was, he was, was over 400 pounds. Um, yeah. He was just this big guy. But not very tall. Not very tall. Yeah, he was a potato. He was a potato. Yeah. And uh, he was actually on uh, Married with Children once because of the last name Bundy. Right. Yep. But, uh, so I just yes. also want to point out, too, mm-hmm. uh, my computer, whenever I type in words now, just automatically like autocorrects to like a wrestling thing. Good. Because I typed in King Kong and the first <laughs> suggestion was Bundy and then the second one was like King Kong. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the famous. Hey, it's obviously King Kong. Do you want to play Is He Still Alive or Dead? Oh, I actually don't know this one, but I'm thinking I, he's dead. He was a big guy. I would assume he's dead. Nope. He's alive. He's alive? What? He's 59. You don't see... What? He's 59? That's shocking. He, he was born in 57. You don't see him around anymore. Well, um, maybe he went that, back to maybe, maybe Skull you, Island. Skull, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, look this one up then because uh, uh, I, again, I don't think I've seen this guy. Since, actually, I think I know this one, so I won't play because I had to look this what? guy up. Uh, Special Delivery Jones or S.D. Jones. S.D. Jones? That S. Sounds D. Like Jones. It sounds like a venereal disease. Yeah. Oh, you got that S.D. Jones? <laughs> I mean, I, what do you think? I, I think I think I saw it already, so you play it. Ah, uh, man. It's a, I'm just going to go dead just because I don't know. Yeah, he's dead. He oh. died in 2008. Shh. I win! Yeah. He's dead! <laughs> yes! Yeah! Well, here's what happened in that match. I win! He's dead! <laughs> here's what happened in that match. Um... He ended up winning. King Kong Bundy beat S.D. Jones in nine seconds. What? Whoa. In nine seconds for the fall. Uh, Now, they they even say, oh, this is a new world record and blah, blah, blah. And the last world record was 
23 seconds, and this will stay for a long time. It has been beaten since then. Daniel Bryan got defeated in seven or eight seconds, and then The Rock beat someone at WrestleMania 31. Nope, 32. In a, in about three seconds. <laughs> like, pretty much. Okay, maybe four if you include the three count. Like he just did his finishing move, and that was it. That was it. Who well, was that? It was Eric Rowan, one of the Wyatts. Okay. Um, they deserved it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wyatt will come up later in this, actually. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. think they were that far back. They weren't, but his family is. Oh. Um, actually, is that next? No, it's not. Okay, beats him in, in, uh, in nine seconds. That's the end of that. We have Matt Bourne. Mm. And Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> uh, don't look Rick. up Ricky Steamboat. I know he's alive. He was just in town a week ago. Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> he, he literally was. He was at. He was signing autographs at Bush Stadium last. Oh week. wow! Yeah, he's sixty four though. Who Steamboat? Yeah, I love Ricky Steamboat. I'm a. I'm a. Was he the one that bit. you that you dressed up as? No, nope. no. Who was Tugboat? Who was Tugboat. Tugboat. Ricky okay. Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat was just. His pseudo last name that he picked. Yeah. He had nothing to do with steamboats or anything. Uh, not after this, or not during this one, but eventually, like right after it, he became Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yep. Oh, man. And he was kind of like a martial arts expert type thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, here's the thing I've heard multiple times this said. The guy was almost incapable of a bad match. He would figure out how to, even if there's someone that couldn't do it, he'd figure out how to make it a great match. Oh, that's cool. He has good match after good match. We're going to talk a lot more about him in just a few episodes because he had a match that stole the entire WrestleMania, and it was for the Intercontinental Belt. People are just like, yeah, I don't care. Do your thing. People meaning Vince. <laughs> and yeah. he, just fucking, he just fucking stole it because he was so good. But this is another good one. Has, has a good match. Uh, ends with a crossbody off the top against some guy. Matt Bourne, you can look that one up. I don't. Matt Bourne. I, I don't know about this. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he. Um, How do you spell it? M A T T the last name because I'm smelling like the born identity which I'm I assuming think, I think this you, is the I, same guy I think you leave the U out okay he he was on a boat after a failed assassination attempt oh he looks rough in that picture <laughs> Ooh, I don't I don't know I just saw him in, in this uh, okay he looks rough huh? he was born in fifty seven is he alive or dead I think he's dead. Ooh. 57? Yeah. I'm gonna say My dad was born in 1950. He's still alive. I'm going to say I'm going to say dead because you because of your reaction. Oh yeah, he died in 2013. Oh. oh okay. It was drugs, right? It, he was like I don't know. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause of death, drug overdose. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Was this the original Doink? What? Does, does it have that was this Doink? Yeah. That was Doink, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he wrestled as Matt Bourne, Ooh. so this became Doink. Like when nice. you said that, I'm like, oh wait, that was Doink. Yeah. Okay, we've talked about Doink. Yeah, Doink. Uh, so I met I met one of the Doinks. You met one of them, not met this one. one not this he's, one. He's dead. 
When did you meet Doink? Uh, we talked about it. Ago. I just forgot. Yeah, okay, cool. He was dead by then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this it, was it, Matt. It, yeah. That's right. This was Matt Bourne, uh, who became Doink. He was well. Doink also, at the his time. name mm. is Matt Osborne, and he just cut off the Oz. He what was, a jerk. He wasn't bad. He, he was ring, actually pretty good. Ring names: Big Bubba, um, Big Josh. Here's something. Born I, again. Doink. Here's something I did leave out just a little bit. Um, just an observation. There's. Almost every other match has a manager, and that's a thing you don't see much anymore. There's only really there's only one, and he doesn't call himself a manager. He calls himself an advocate, and that's uh, that's for Brock Lesnar. That's right, right, Paul yeah, Hayman. but yeah, uh, but like you see a bunch on these. Like King Kong Bundy's was uh, he was with Jimmy Hart, the Mouth of the South. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was with him, uh, and then none on that one. Uh, but then you have two managers on the next one, and that was uh, a match between David San Martino and Brutus Beefcake before <laughs> pre barber. Pre barber. Uh, Bruno San Martino had his dad. I'm sorry, David San Martino had his dad, Bruno. Uh, in his corner, and Bruno San Martino. I don't. I, do you guys know who that is? No. He is an absolute legend, uh, in the wrestling world, in the seventies, sixties and seventies. He literally held the uh, world championship for ten years. Oh wow! Yes. So they just kept. How did that work back then? Did they? Was, did they? Did they have as many? people actually like try to get the championship away from them or do they just like do it like every month or so yeah they they did have people uh like they would do it like every month they'd have a big thing in the garden or they did they would have like it would he would go to different territories and challenge the belt and then and then basically fight for it and he was a big shot and they they paid him because it was New York and they could have that much money Vince Senior was like I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you what it looks like you need to be paid so he was being as paid as much as someone on the Yankees at the time oh, oh wow man yeah uh, and he had a Rolls Royce and he was he was balling out of control uh, he, he was living the life that Ric Flair wanted to pretty live pretty much <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he was he was a big deal. And, Bruno, uh, Bruno was, and he was a big dude too. He was this mm-hmm. really big. He dude. looks big back in the day. Yeah, he he's a big looking. Dude. I looked both him and David up. Oh, now David, not so much. No, uh, but do you want to play father son? Are they dead? Well, oh. I know, I know, Bruno's still alive. David. He- he is like he was already a yeah. legend back then. Yeah, and that was yeah. he's eighty one. He's like okay, he's, man. He's he's a beacon of health, and he he. I will say his was kind of pre Broids era, right? That like, would help. And also, he he <laughs> seems like an up and up guy that he didn't get too much into the into the different lifestyle of that. He he was a bodybuilder, and then just kind of went over, and then was just like. Oh, I like doing this, and uh, became this big deal over there. Well, uh, his son, on the other hand, got into drugs, and I do know that there was a turbulent relationship there. 
uh, because of the drugs. But Dad, I like drugs. No, you shouldn't have them. They're bad for you. But I like them. They taste good. Mm, I'm dead. Is he dead? Is, is that David, is that is David dead? He's alive still, He's alive. too. Oh, okay. sorry, David. David, uh, you jerk. You, you made me lose a bingo. He is 57. <laughs> 57. Uh, okay, and then Brutus Beefcake was with a guy named Luscious John Valiant. Ooh. Oh, I, I, mm. hold on. Let me rephrase. He's 56. His birthday is in like a week. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Luscious John Valiant is, I, I can't imagine this guy's alive. Uh, <laughs> he looked old back then, even though Bruno did too. He, but. he, looked, he looked real luscious back then. But uh, <laughs> this is basically, I will say Brutus uh, is also built from parts unknown. Which he didn't need to be, because <laughs> he, he just looked like a normal guy. Right. He, I, I get the mass executioner because yeah. you don't know anything about him. But this, he just looked like a normal just guy. Just a dude. Yeah. He's he's gonna, like, he could yeah, have been from Toledo from, or yeah, something. Like, he's or from whatever. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, not a big deal. He's a uh, guy that was born in wherever, Virginia, Virginia, yeah, Virginia. Uh, What's his name again? I'm the patron. Uh, Brutus Beefcake? Or Luscious John Valiant. I know Brutus Beefcake is still alive. I just did research on him last week. Or two weeks ago. Um, So, uh, and also Brutus is not selling anything. (laughs) Like, he's, like, David puts him in a, uh, kind of like a leg lock, and he's just, like, looking around. I'm like, (laughs) oh, come on, Brutus. Uh, Dude, he's alive. Who? John Valiant. How old is he? Seventy. Oh, whoa. John Johnny Valiant. He's younger um, than Bruno. Uh, so you kind of know what this match is if you watch wrestling. You got a legend that was a former champ in one corner. It's not really for a belt, right? It's a legend spot, and, right? Uh, and basically, that's what it becomes. Valiant body slams. Uh, David, the second he gets out of the ring, and then Bruno gets involved, and it just ends in a double disqualification because both sides are getting in the ring, and right, that's kind of it. Uh, there's also this guy that this British announcer in the back, like yes, his name is uh, Lord Alfred Hayes. Oh, oh my. And I don't think he's that good of an announcer. But he, he's just all—he's just like a liaison because all it is is they kick it over to him at the table, and then he gives a little bit of a "Here's what our next match is," and it's between David Sammartino and Brutus Beefcake, and here's the backstage interviews, <laughs> pre-recorded backstage interviews, and that—that's all his job I, is. I felt like I had to point that out. I That's... think he's there for a little bit. Well, he's not on the earth anymore. Is he Lord, dead? Lord? What happened to Lord? Lord uh, Alfred died Hayes of a dead? stroke in 2005. Oh, man. He was... I'm sad. Because he was born in 1928. Oh, yeah. He was, he was old. Oh, what? Um, he didn't look that old. Uh, let's see. So we got... Uh, uh, the next match, I didn't I, get a, I didn't even get a chance to win at that one. Apparently, also coming back to Bobby Heenan. Yes, Bobby Heenan at some point fought Lord Alfred Hayes. I could see this happening, <laughs> like yeah. in real life or in a no, match? like in a match. Uh huh. <laughs> 
I could see that. The announcer rumble, like, or something. Well, like, they... Since Bobby was just this weasel of a character, they they would really build it up to have him fight a match, and he would just get tossed around. Yeah. Unless it's like Lord Alfred Hayes, where it's just like, okay, well, who's going to win this? We'll get to other WrestleManias where we're unfortunately going to have to talk about those. <sighs> what? <laughs> other WrestleManias? No. Where we... You're the one who started this no, series. I yeah. unfortunately talk about matches where it's like two announcers fighting each other for 40 minutes. and it's Well, okay. where they're just, it seemed like 40 minutes. Where they're just slapping each other and crying. Like pouring it? barbecue sauce on each other. And... What? That sounds delicious. <laughs> Get it, me in that fight. That's smoky and, and wonderful. Real dumb. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Um. Uh. The next match, I I don't think any, either one of these guys is alive. I'm just gonna say that right now. Um. Junkyard Dog versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. I actually already know Junkyard Dog's dead. Yeah, I was. I think I. I think he died in like '95. '98. Okay. And then Greg the Hammer Valentine with Jimmy Hart. So he's got a, a manager there too. Jimmy Hart's back. This Greg is... Valentine is alive. Oh my God! All right, uh, this and is... his birthday is, is tomorrow. Oh wow! Oh goodness! Uh, so happy birthday! Happy birthday! So uh, for well, the uh... I've already have had his birthday okay. by the time we release this episode, but happy belated birthday! This is this is for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Junkyard Dog just says, "I need a bone to chew on." That's his promo, <laughs> which I loved. Hey, um. Kevin, can yeah. you uh, t- uh, talk me through something real quick? Yeah. Why, why is, is this he wearing video... chains? No, no, oh. no, no. no. Uh, why is there a video called Greg the Racist Valentine? Um, I don't know, but this is something <laughs> I'll look into. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> Junkyard Dog is a black man. Yes. It- was, was, okay, we found something <laughs> interesting. <laughs> What? Was there a racial component to this match? No, not that I know of. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but I am going to look into it, and I will report it back next week. Because uh, that's interesting. Not that I know of. I, I will be... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, give a little bit of a disclaimer that I should have given at the top of the show. I don't know much about AEW wrestling. Fair. And a lot of these a lot of these people I had to look up today, like, like the masked executioner, like... Yeah. Who the hell is this guy? And it, some that are to come. Honestly, he sounds like someone Bugs Bunny fought in yeah. a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junkyard Dog, I did know he was he was kind of a big deal. Uh, so he's one of the few pr- people that thus far has actually gotten music to walk out to. Um, you know, the match is kind of predictable. Hart gets involved a little bit. There's a three count, uh, but with a his foot on the rope with oh. hammer's foot on the rope Ooh. and so the ref catches it like oh no 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 it's not a it's not a complete match uh junkyard dog tries doing something and then greg valentine just kind of walks away just like mm. bye that's the champion's advantage he loses the match but retains the championship <laughs> nah. for the intercontinental um also speaking of greg he's still alive uh, he dabbles occasionally in leagues like Ohio Valley Wrestling oh, God. Uh, to show future grapplers the ropes. Uh, this is from Complex.com. The Hammer also speaks with fellow 80s wrestler Ted 
DiBiase. DiBiase at high schools and universities as a born again Christian. Oh, and a racist. Uh, um, but he reportedly mm-hmm. no showed a number of events, including a tribute to Randy Savage. Oh, okay, I could see that. Um, so moving on, uh, the next match is uh, Iron Sheik and Nikola Volkov. Iron Sheik. We don't need to Google that. One. With uh, with the uh, 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 with classy Freddie Blassie as their manager. <laughs> yes, and uh, they're they're facing a team that is the current tag team champions, known as the uh, U.S. Express, and that is uh, Mike Rotunda. Which it which is IRS, uh, oh, Bray, Bray Wyatt's father. Oh, okay, okay, right, and, right. We and Bo about Dallas, him. yeah, and that's where I that's why I said, uh, and then uh, uh, his brother-in-law Barry Windham, real life brother-in-law, not Re- yes, yeah. I I don't even think I don't think they even played it in the tag team that it was. Oh, really? That they were brother-in-laws, uh, but I do know the name Windham because. Uh, uh, I I knew that Ray, I thought they were brothers at first, so I looked it up. Uh, it just married into the family, but like the Bray Wyatt's technically a, a third generation superstar because much like The Rock, uh, because his grandfather on his mother's side was also a re- wrestler named Black Jack Mulligan. I've heard of that. Barry Windham's dad. Uh, weird thing that I found out during this, and this is not WrestleMania one related. Uh, Bray Wyatt's real first name is Wyndham. That's oh. his first name. Oh, that is very Wyndham Rotunda is his name. Wyndham Rotunda is That's his real insa- name? That's I don't know his middle name. So he cool. probably went by something else. But uh, <laughs> Wyndham is his first name, which I just thought that was interesting. Uh, Paying a little tribute to, uh, to yeah. his uncle? Well, to his mom's maiden name. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. His mom's maiden him, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, that's something like I've heard of that happening where it's like the middle name is the mother's maiden name. Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard of it being the first the name. first name. Yeah. So uh, this is a very USA versus. Or wait a second, match. isn't Wyndham also a hotel chain? Maybe that's just Ooh, where they banged. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. So uh, I will I will say this. Okay, it's a very foreigners versus U.S. Express. It's that hey, whole thing. Matt, do you think they banged at the hotel all through the night? Oh, I'm sure they did. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this for the third time without getting interrupted. <laughs> it's a U.S. versus foreign thing, and uh, you know the classic thing. They they Nikola Fulkov sings the USSR anthem. Oh, wow. And it goes over as well as you'd expect it. Did he have cue cards or was he? No, no, he didn't. That was the thing. And I think we've gone over this before. He's not from Russia. So more power to him. To be fair, he could have just been going like, Yeah, Yeah, there's no way. Because then, uh, then Iron Sheik takes the mic and just yells and like says something and then just like says US and like spits and that's it that's it and then uh US Express comes out uh it's a pretty good tag team uh but 
They're hit with a foreign object. Oh, no. One of the other wrestlers. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was... <laughs> They're hit with classy Freddie Blassie's cane. He's got to be dead. Uh, uh, they they hit him with his cane. Uh, Rotunda, I believe, is hit with the cane. And, uh, yeah, no, Wyndham's hit. And therefore, um, he's okay. alive? No, oh. he's dead. Uh, he was born in 1918. He's dead. But guess where he is buried? Here? He's in buried. Afton. What? Yeah. Is he from here? Yep. I don't oh. know. I don't know much about this guy. He was born he February 8, really 1918 in St. Louis. Is that your grandpa? No, that's not my grandpa. And then he died in uh, 2003 in uh, New York, Greenberg. But he's Hartsdale, buried in Greenberg, Afton. New York. That's crazy. He, but he's buried in Afton. Huh. I remember seeing him on like on television. Yeah, he yeah. he might have been on stuff. Uh uh so yeah, I guess he was a manager and so they gets hit with the uh you get they hit him with the cane and they then ref doesn't see it. The new champions are Volkov and Iron Sheik. Uh then yeah. we have here's here's a good interesting creative match which may or may not make sense to people, but here comes our boy Bobby the Brain Heenan coming in here uh, with Big John Stud. That was who he was managing. I love that name. Big John Stud. I don't think anyone in this match is alive, and I actually kind of know that. So don't even bother. Well, but I right. wanted to play bingo. I'm just saying. They're all dead. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Big John Stud with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Well, we know uh, he's dead. Yeah. Big John said is uh, versus Andre the Giant. Oh. Yeah, we know he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, so, I will say, Big John Stud isn't that much shorter than Andre the Giant, from what it appears to no, be. No, he's a big dude. I remember. Yeah, that. and it's just he's he's a little shorter, but not by much, by like four inches or so. I know they're built at different heights, but uh, and also this was. Later year, well, this was almost later years. Uh, Andre, so he was kind of shrinking a little bit, right? Or yeah. just been, also, been a big, big John Stud is the type of guy who looks like he takes pride about lifting an engine out by hand. Yes, you know, honestly, <laughs> he died fairly young ish, yeah. too, because he died in '95. Yeah, so big John from Stud, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, oh, man. That so, uh, so we have Andre the Giant, uh, who is this big guy? Big John Sud's big too, but he's not the size of Andre. Like Andre's just big all around. Uh, the whole thing about this is there's a bet on the table, <laughs> and uh, Big John Stud wanted Andre the Giant out of, of wrestling. Wrestling, and so this was. A retirement match. Oh, and it was the only way that this that uh, it was going to happen is with a body slam. So, if Andre the Giant could body slam Big John Stud, which I will say, big guy, mm-hmm. if he could body slam Big John Stud, um, he if he couldn't do it, he would have to leave. <laughs> he would have to leave, and this is during a. This is like a match thing. Okay, so the deal is, if if 
if Big John Stud didn't get body slammed during yeah. the match, Andre the Giant would have to leave. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, if he didn't, if he does, he has to give Andre the Giant fifteen thousand dollars in a duffel bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a duffel bag. Anything they, else, and well, it does not count. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there since because they brought it out and like. Bobby Heenan's got it on the side. He's holding this duffel bag with all these yeah. crumpled up bills inside of it. Of course. It. And uh, so they don't even do a good job at, like, uh-oh, like, we'll talk about years later where it's like, oh, he's going to body slam him? No. It's just, it happens. He just picks him up and body slams him. <laughs> and, like, that ends the match. Right. Right. Like, it's not like one of these, oh, he's up, oh, no, he falls off. Yeah, like, it's just, just like, it's over. It's it, over. It just, it just <laughs> is over. I think it's, it's just wrap it up. Just yeah. get it over with. Yeah, and it's just over, and then the the duffel bag goes to Andre, and he starts throwing it out to the crowd, like throwing the buddy out to the crowd, and Bobby the Heen, Brandon Heenan just sneaks in, steals the bag, and starts running with uh, it. I think I've seen video of this. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, like, it was like, I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing him running away with the bag. So it was known as the $15,000 body slam match, uh, which I, I think I like that. I, I I think it was a good idea. They had to do something that was with right. Andre. Like, they, they didn't want to give right. him the title. Right. And so, and Big John Studd as well, who, again, huge guy. Um, so... Then we get to um, then we get to Wendy Richter with her manager uh, Cindy Lauper, who Cindy Lauper says Captain Lou's been mentoring me, and I know how to be a good manager. So she's in it at this point. Okay. Uh, versus Lelaney Kai, uh, and her manager is Moolah, the great Moolah, and we've talked about her a little bit. She wrestled back in the day, uh, pretty much along the era of uh, of Mae Young. Okay, uh, and she was fierce competitor. She might have. She still to this day is probably the oldest female to ever hold a WWE title. <laughs> like she won it at mm-hmm. like the age of like seventy, <laughs> <laughs> which was just weird and. Uh, and just so you know, all yeah. three, all the women you mentioned, except for Moolah, are still alive. Oh, okay, yeah, Mo- Moolah passed ah, away she in two thousand seven. Yeah, old. she was she was born nineteen twenty three. Everyone else yeah. was because what it was Lalani Kai, Lalani Kai, um, was who she was managing. Yes, yeah, she's fifty seven now. Oh, nice. Uh, so I do know a couple uh, of lead ups to this. Like we said, the brawl to end it all. There was. Cindy Lauper was in all of these, and uh, I do know that even when Piper's Pit was around, Roddy Roddy Piper broke her gold record over Captain Lou's head. Oh man! <laughs> Years later, there was. Uh, hey, what year was WrestleMania one? Eighty-five. This is okay. eighty-five. I should have mentioned. Did that. they call this the girls just want to have fun match? No. Nah. They they probably wanted to. Um, they probably wanted to. This was for the championship, which is about the size of the can of soda I'm wearing right now. Wearing. You're wearing <laughs> a can of am, soda. Am I just uh, look look? This is my fashion choice. He's, uh, he's just cut out a can and squeezed his just, body into no, it. It's just over. It's just over the parts that I want people not to see. Um, <laughs> so just his nose, your face. just his yeah. nose, my nose. <laughs> 
I'm a toucan in real life. Um, a toucan, but you only have one can on the nose. Jokes, people. We got him. So Moolah just randomly attacks Lopper during the match. Match Moolah. happens. Uh, Richter wins. And then Lopper just goes and attacks Moolah after? What do you got? So the managers just fight each other? No, I, I don't. I still have up all the song titles of Cindy Lopper yeah, songs. We're about to move on. Oh, maybe we are, maybe we aren't. <laughs> okay, okay. We're about to she-bop on out of here. So uh, just... <laughs> Look, I'm just your fool. <laughs> you got another one in there. Shebop was one. Yeah. No, that was you're yeah, good. It's about you masturbation. Won. I yeah. know that song. Is it? Yes, it is. I'm the gonna more. listen to it later. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, so, because we gotta get out of here. So now we get. So to, are we almost done? Yeah. Now all right, we get then to I gotta be strong until the end. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be strong until the end. I oh, fucked it up. Fucked it up. I fucked it up. Uh, uh, Ico, Ico. <laughs> the the visual was better because he raised his hands up like I won, like yeah, or, no no touching, like. Uh, so we get to the main event, and the here's where event. more celebrities come. Yeah, in. this is the weirdest bunch of celebrities. Um, we start off with the uh, guest announcer, who's reading. Clearly off of cue cards that are right in front of him. Uh, 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 Billy Martin from the Yankees. Uh, his, one of his claim to fame is he's been fired from the Yankees five times and rehired. <laughs> at least four of those times. Nice. <laughs> um, but he was a legend. They were in New York. So that, right. like people right. were going crazy for him. Uh, so Billy Martin comes out and he's announcing... And brings out the guest timekeeper slash bell ringer. And that's Liberace. Oh, yeah. Who comes out with a kick line of Rockettes. Of course. Yeah. Or people that look like Rockettes. That's just how he walks around. Yeah. Yeah. He comes out, they're doing a kick line, and then he, and people are loving it. People are loving it. And then he, he just goes to his little time desk over there in the corner. (laughs) And, uh. And I guess uh, uh, when he rings the bell, it's this glass bell that he just that no one else in the arena can hear. He's just ringing right. it, very Liberace esque. Um, right. So, so just yes. say it's very gay. <laughs> Was he wasn't out at that time, right? I don't think so. Which I, his I mouth think... never said it, but his outfits did. Am I right? I mean that was oh, the thing. Oh, you're so right. Uh, Pat Patterson also was in this match as well, uh, who also came out at years later. I don't think Liberace ever officially did. I don't know, but uh, but like nobody thought that either one of those guys. They everyone's like, come on, we know. But it was come a on, different Liberace. World. Come on, Liberace. Liberace, come on. You've got a bejeweled piano. We come know. On. Um. So. Uh, uh, then we have Liberace and his whole thing, and then uh, as the guest announce announcer or a guest timekeeper slash bell ringer, and then uh, and then 
guest ringside referee was Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's, that's the part I was giggling about earlier. Yeah, Muhammad yeah. Ali was the ringside. So if anything spilled out on the floor, because I'll tell why in a second, he was in charge of anything that happened, and he was just, like, separating people. He didn't have to do counts or anything, and those are the easy gigs, like, just have them separate people on the outside or just get back in there, get back in there. He was pretty good at it. Yeah, of course here's he what, was. Here's what a lot of people don't know about Muhammad Ali. Um, he followed wrestling in the early days, and he uh, basically a lot of his whole shtick is to get in the person's mind while boxing them, and that, that's how it was. He was more of a talker, and he he really liked and watched and respected some wrestlers and especially uh, Gorgeous George was an old school wrestler. That sounds really yeah. familiar, but I can't. Gorgeous listen. George. There was a Gorgeous George. There, there's two. Um, I think I've told this story before, but uh, real quick, WCW uh, bought the name Gorgeous George for Randy Savage's brother to oh, uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. do. You did, yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, and they paid his brother $150,000 a year for four years, and then they're like, we don't want to use him. <laughs> and they're like, well, we don't want to piss off Randy either. So they gave it to Randy's girlfriend. <laughs> so there's a female gorgeous George, if you look that oh, up. Oh, that's interesting. And she's dead. I don't think, I don't know that. She's probably still alive, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, she's probably still alive. So, um, so yeah, we have uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, who who was into it. He got what was going on, and he was like, he's a showman. Really, yeah, he, he was, was a showman. Deal. He was really get back in there and all that stuff. Uh, so that was big star power for them to get, right? Um, and then Pat Patterson was the in ring uh, referee for this one. Now you got the fighters, and we have a celebrity coming in on this one too. But at first, the villains are Roddy Roddy Piper versus and and Mister Wonderful. It's a tag team match um, from the main event. Y- yeah, oh, cool. uh, not even for a title. It's just just there, right? Um, Roddy Roddy Piper, Mister Wonderful versus Hulk Hogan and Mister T. Mister T. Mr. T's not a wrestler, but they they taught him how to do some things. It does show that he's not a wrestler, but they taught him how to do some things so he could get through it and everything. Um, And on like there was a lot of buildup and everything, and Piper's Pit started because of this match, and then uh, they they brought in their like. They're like, okay, we're going to have a bodyguard. Roddy Roddy Piper uh, brings in Cowboy Bob Orton as his bodyguard <laughs> to protect him from people. And so he's there just just hanging out. And then uh, like Roddy Roddy Piper's doing things like with Jimmy Snooka, he breaks a coconut over his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And so Snooka now says, you know what? Just in case, I'm going to be the bodyguard for Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Just and they're like, yeah, totally. Not that they know needed one, but it was just like if he gets involved, I get involved. So we're kind of at the manager thing again, right. kinda. Yeah, uh, but they're more of wrestling managers. There's only one of those around today, uh, and that's kind of okay. You can make the argument, but uh, kind of the new day. They okay. They have two people on the side when they were heels. 
Mm-hmm. When they were heels, it was this. Uh, you'd have two people wrestling, and then Xavier Woods would be on the side with the trombone, like, <laughs> and sometimes throw the trombone at a person, which is pretty awesome. But who's that? There's. And there's there's a couple, there's a couple people who sort of act as managers who are also wrestlers. So, oh. well, who's the guy who was? Uh, you can't teach that. You can't. Uh, he, there's an argument to be made, like there. for Enzo uh, and Cass. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he shows up. He shows up to those to those matches. He he talks the talk for him. He you know, and then and then. Well, initially. And they were a tag team match. Yeah. So he would be wrestling in the ring. Yeah. Xavier Woods, he wouldn't be wrestling in the ring at all unless he was cheating. Um, And then they would use a free bird rule where he would wrestle some nights, but mostly on like raw. Right. He would, he would never, well, I mean, even, even, I mean, if you, if, I guess the thing is, you, that you if, it feels that like, argument. it feels like, it feels like it's more to, um, we're all wrestlers, but some of us take this position as manager almost because yeah. I, I would I would say even um, like Jericho has played that part. Oh yeah, he has. Know. And and one one of the mo- more notable ones, uh, they also call them heaters sometimes because know. it's just someone that's not really. It's a wrestler that's not really supposed to be there, but it's just there getting heat for the rest of everyone. A a big example of that is China. Okay. China was a bodyguard for these two giant wrestlers, and everyone's like, what? And then they look and see this lady, and they would never, she would never really move. She would just be stoic. And then all of a sudden, she took, like, one step, and the crowd went nuts. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, something <laughs> happened, and she'd move forward, and then they went nuts. And her, her first promo, one of her first promos was here in St. Louis, and she she was about to talk, and the crowd just went crazy because they're like, "Oh my god, she's gonna talk!" To the point where she didn't talk because she got scared. Because <laughs> she was like, "I don't know what to say." I, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, so she's a big example of something like that. You don't see it much anymore, I will say. Uh, the bodyguard thing you see that sometimes but not not as much as you did back in the 80s they have done it seems like now it's more like the wrestlers are just hanging out together yeah there, there's and more maybe like we'll come out and... like yeah yeah maybe come out to support or whatever so we have uh uh so we have those two guys we Basically, with Roddy, Roddy and Mr. Wonderful, Bob Orton's in their corner. You have Jimmy Snuka in the other corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they're going to get involved in some Right. Way. This actually isn't a bad match to watch. It's kind of fun. And uh, uh, so it starts kind of slow because it's one of those where you see this every once in a while now like they're just kind of circling each other and then one person tags another person and then they're circling each other and they're not touching each other at all they're <laughs> just dancing they're just kind of like sizing look, each, other, sizing up each other up but like tagging each other in real weird uh mr t can't really wrestle uh let's see so there's a little bit of interference that does happen of course with Bob Orton, and then one person fl- falls out of the ring, and Bob Orton's trying to get to them. 
that's where Muhammad Ali comes in. You know, he even takes a swipe at Orton, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, and so then uh, uh, interference happens, and then Roddy Roddy Piper and Wonderful just start leaving. They're just they're just like, yep, we're out of here. There's no champions advantage. They're just like, we don't want to do this. And then they start leaving. Hulk Hogan's just like, get back here, get back here. You can't handle me. And so they're like, all right, we're going back. Oh, man. It was just, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> so Orton keeps interfering. Snooka's there. Um, Snooka keeps going back and forth. And the whole match ends with uh, they they basically have Hogan in a uh, full Nelson in a full Nelson, they're holding him, and Orton gets on the top of the rope. Now, here's what I haven't explained about Bob Orton, and I probably shouldn't. I don't know if it's his gimmick, but I think it it turned out that it, initially it was a real thing that I think he just kind of kept. He wore a cast oh. on his on his arm, and uh, he's finish- doing the he's doing the John Wayne Gacy deal where he would just like like. This is a weird comparison that I want to hear. Okay, well, I'm pretty yes, sure. I'm pretty sure it was John Wayne Gacy. Uh, I believe that's that serial killer wore a cast on his arm, and he would put things in it so that it was extra weighted, and then he would ask people for help and then knock and then, them out. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's like that, but uh, <laughs> no, it's similar. exactly like that. It's exactly like that. It's no. similar. Orton His was finishing also a serial killer. Was, he also murdered a bunch. They of basically people. have. There's a finish, there's a move. It's never really been a finishing move, maybe with some people. But you get on the top, and they just call it a jackhammer. You just like jump off the top rope and then come down with your fist on something. Yeah. Uh, but this one, he had a cast, <laughs> and so that was his finishing move because he hit you with a semi foreign object, but it, it was legal because right. he had it. Um, so he comes down, and Hogan moves forward so he hits Mr. Wonderful <laughs> and then Snooka gets him out of there and then they pin one, two, three, and that's the end of the show uh, that was Wrestlemania 1 that was a good one that was WrestleMania that was a great start one. that was a fun start oh and in my notes I also wrote because uh, they, they have a post show interview Hogan deaf on coke definitely on coke definitely on coke <laughs> definitely on coke <laughs> So coked up. <laughs> oh man, that was the eighties, though. Right. Uh, but yeah, WrestleMania one in the books for us. I'm trying to think. Is there just is there, wait? Is there a Cindy Lauper song you can just you can wait tack for the train there? wreck that happens next show? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> WrestleMania two is a real shit show, guys. It is. You. So do you think, like, I thought this was a good one. Do you think the next episode I'll have a change of heart? Oh! Fuck you, <laughs> Hard candy Christmas. <laughs> I I don't know any more songs. Just, uh, Sisters hey, of Avalon. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we gotta leave. And you know what, Jack? I do, I do appreciate you doing this today because you really have showed your true colors here. (laughs) 
right, well, it's time for all of us to go out Lopper, into the nightlife. I think it might be Fleetwood Mac. Uh, all right, <laughs> I'm I'm keeping it in. She did, she did cover it. Everyone she else. did cover. Did all right, cover I'm keeping it. Uh, Bye. Bye. <laughs>